0: So we have a brief reading this morning. It's from the Satipatthana collection in the Connected Discourses, Sangita Nikaya, book 47. This is from the 15th Sutta, when Bhikkubahya asked the Buddha for instruction The Buddha replies Well, Bahiya, purify the very starting point of wholesome states And what is the starting point of wholesome states? Virtue that is well purified and view that is straight then Bahia, when your virtue is well purified and your view is straight, based upon virtue, established upon virtue, you should develop the four establishments of mindfulness. What for? Here Bahia, dwell contemplating the body in the body, ardent. Clearly comprehending, mindful, having removed covetousness and displeasure in regard to the world, contemplating feelings in feelings, mind in mind, phenomena in phenomena, ardent, clearly comprehending, mindful, having removed covetousness and displeasure with regard to the world when Bahia, based upon virtue, established upon virtue you develop these four establishments of mindfulness in such a way that whether night or day comes you may expect only growth in wholesome states not in decline so and the setting is that Uh, Bahia asking if you can dwell alone, withdrawn, diligent, ardent and resolute. Mm. So he has this attitude called one-pointiness, Hekāgata. He's got one aim in mind. Mm. So uh, so as you begin with this uh, starting point, we call it entering retreat, entering practice entering Dhamma. Another occasion the Buddha says you have to make the effort, the effort to establish right view. Mm. So there's a certain sense, as a, a move that has to be made with some sense of uh, mental, psychological, you know, in- inclination. Steadily entering into. Mm. So entering into is a matter of creating something, or it's a matter of uh, recognizing something. Recognizing something, then move in. Move into wholesome states. So these wholesome states are fulfilling, enriching, gladdening for one's welfare, welfare of others. The Buddha teaches Hitaya Sukhaya for our long lasting Hitaya, welfare, benefit, Sukhaya, comfort, ease. Mm-hmm enter into this invitation, come in. This does perhaps give us a sense of how we understand right effort. It's not a kind of frantic, berserk or intense thing. It's uh, acknowledging mm, and then determinedly moving in.
1: Virtue is well purified, so we begin
0: recollecting quality of virtue, wise virtue, virtuous. It's not just a matter of blame, praise and blame, or punishment and reward. It's a sense of, this brings out the best of me. We're all capable of harmlessness. Restraint, capable of it why it makes us capable of it because we acknowledge uh, how our actions affect others and the results for ourselves Uh, we reflect upon sobriety recognizing without this effects on ourselves damaging, destructive on others Reflect upon careless speech and careful speech. Beauty of this: one's mind is kept steady, reliable, uh, not given to emotional surges, exaggerations, fault uh, finding. Mm-hmm. These tendencies come up, and we make an effort to turn away. The effort to push and force, we recognize those tendencies, the energy, we make the effort to stop that, turn away, enter into something more comfortable, long-lasting welfare. Make an effort because we are beings who have a series of uh, wirings, part of that is reptilian in other words it's just blind reflex we still have those blind reflexes somebody says something annoying to me i feel i want to snap back Get frustrated i want to lash out not getting my own way i want to stamp my feet and i do or not but that kind of instinct can come up that's the wiring there's no choice in the matter. it just hits it. And you jump. Something gratifying. I'm going to get it. Grab it. Mm-hmm. So this, this is a you know reactivity which human beings are prone to. It takes an effort to acknowledge that reaction and the temptation of it because when that reaction comes up, it feels like the, the easiest. Most straightforward thing to do is just follow it, and away way it is: get upset, shout. Babies do it. So. Sense this will bring one relief, and there's a certain sense in which blowing out one's emotional frenzies, gratification does give a temporary relief. It's likened to scratching, scratching a rash. You get the temporary relief, and then the thing burns further um, in a momentary relief of the pressure and then it comes back again and we've established a habit every time you scratch it it gets worse it gets worse it gets worse it intensifies um, so a wise person begins to hmm um, you know, and there's a struggle because it's so easy to scratch an itch you feel it's rather like that you know, holding back and then relaxing relaxing means you have an alternative and in the reactive state that doesn't seem the case reaction is you don't get what you want, you're not going to get happy. But because we're not just wired in this way, reactive, we're also reflective, we have an inner quality, not just the immediate hit of pleasure and pain, we have an inner quality that you can turn back to. Even though the circumstance is frustrating, annoying, really desirable, circumstantially, that's the immediate Hit you get from the external you can easily just follow that something goes internally to wait a minute there's another place I can be where the pressure stops mm. all of us also being human beings were endowed with a, a calm centre that uh, is difficult to define It's not a feeling, it's the place where the feeling stops. An empty place. If we didn't have this, we'd be completely crazy. So the most important thing, you have this quiet, open space. Within. Within the mind. So you have the external reactions. You have the internal qualities of feeling stirred, Stuck, intense, and even deeper within you have a quiet, empty place, knowingness. And this is the place from which we access the deathless. So it's the most important thing. It's not a reaction, it's not a thought, it's not an emotion, it's, it's another dimension altogether. But we have this, and most other creatures don't. It's got a series of reactions, programs, or we have an unprogrammed centre that we can turn to. And this is what's being encouraged to, you know, to acknowledge that and say, from that place, I mean, you review the feeling of reactivity, the impulse of Passion, conviction. This is right. It's got to be this way. I can't stand it. She's got it wrong. She's an idiot. (laughs) Externalizing the frustration, the irritation, the craving. You know, this is... So, how does that feel? Suffering. Of the she eye, I, I'm an irritable person, I'm a grumpy person, I'm a cantankerous person, I'm a ruin, I'm a basket case, I'm a nuisance. And you're getting stuck reacting to your reactivity. Everybody has reactions, that's part of the wiring. Reacting to being reactive just continues the mess. As you know, you can witness reaction. How can you witness it without getting caught in? You can feel it in your body. You can feel the heat. You can feel the surge. You can feel the sink. You can feel the qualities of running around. Energy rushing here and there. Hardening, tightening, burning, flickering. Very captivating display. There you go. What's that? Hmm. So and then you establish mindfulness of body and externally okay feeling disappointed, feeling annoyed, feeling frustrated soles of my feet standing, feeling the soles of my feet they're not frustrated, they're not disappointed it is there ah the upright body, the spine, the structure, that's there, that's not upset, humiliated, enraged, it's just there. Oh, suddenly you, you switch, you come out of that cascade of reactions, emotions and complications, just the simple... You're not denying them, you're not arguing them, you're not blaming yourself for obviously you know, come out because going into that is just gonna doesn't get you out of suffering and stress. So it's a simple thing. Mindfulness the body externally. The skin, feet, whole body as a structure, standing, walking. Sitting, walking, the sense of the body moving is a little easier to be with, particularly if you have intense emotions, intense experiences, just that sense of steady rolling on, sensations arising, you know, soothes, steadies, gives one a mooring post. Standing, the upright body, your eyes are open, shoulders relaxed again. Nice foundation. Sitting, firm foundation of the base of the body, spine, structure. Around me, right now, no pressure. Around me, right now, nobody's bothering me there's no future, there's no past, there's no big problems, nothing I've got to solve, figure out, on the physical level, you go to that. What's that going do? How good's that? Well, it will change your mind. Your mind comes out of the intense, activated state, and when the, using that body, you return to something more open. Mm. So, they make an effort to do that. So, in retreat time, when you know, monastic training, there are things like that, jump into it time and time again. Because the reactivity doesn't stop, because you're in the monastery, reactivity is internalized. So, you can get reactive about chopping carrots. Or 101 things. Robes, chanting, yeah. you know, getting yeah, into so intensities around in all this. Mm-hmm. Is, is this really for my long lasting welfare benefit? Mm-hmm. and benefit? We, now, we have to do this because we may understand this as an idea, but we don't quite know where the switch is to get out of this turmoil of emotions and attitudes and rights and wrongs and me and them and so forth. Run away, get out of this monastery, run away. Somewhere I could get out on my own, be left alone. That's another reaction. But, uh, if you had enough of reactions, reactivity, fantasies about how good it can be somewhere else, I'm wondering where that place is, because as far as I can make out, wherever people are, they're experiencing reactions, whether in Finland, Hawaii, wherever it is, they're still doing the same stuff. Whether they're airplane pilots or submariners or computer scientists or fashion models, they still experience the same stuff. You don't get outside of reactivity to that. Where do you get outside of it? In here. You go behind it. And that's what mindfulness of body is about. Now, if you make the effort to establish that view based upon virtue, you know and you feel the sense of the beauty of harmlessness honesty Mm. generosity compassion Mm. recollect those Potentials we all have. Where's that? That's part of us, too. Mm. Switching over, if you turn off the reactions, you come to the responses. Mm. Reactions are kind of blind, tainted with ignorance, confused. Responses have a real different quality to them. They're in enhancing. Responses are about mutuality. Reactions are about individuality. What I want. Responses are me, us. How's this going to work? Respond? How you know? I respond to you? To them, to this. How do I respond to it? Regarding it, that which I'm responding to, the person I'm responding to, as someone one wishes for their welfare, not to get one over on them, not to Punish them, not to set them straight, not to prove you're better than them, but just for their welfare. That sense, now whether you can do it or not, is another thing. But at least you have that attitude. And that. That's virtue. Makes me feel better. And all that I can do from that place, I, I can do it. Whether it has results or not, I can't be sure. But I know it's having a result right here. I can turn my frustration into patience, mm. and uh, the harmlessness, and sympathy, and goodwill. Mm. And then you, your vision is straight. You're seeing. You do have an alternative. And how is that alternative affected through made real, not just an idea, through changing gear, through going into the body, come out of the reactive, establish the body, and mindful? It means you bear something in mind, you stay with it. You linger in it. You take a longer time. Because there's a time span on on reactions. You stay in that body, the reaction will eventually, sometimes quite quickly, will just peter out. You're not feeding it, it'll just kind of peter out, it'll just wear out. When it wears out your body will probably recognise it because your body will breathe. That's the sign the body is saying, Oh gone. Out of that. You know, so you can you can really notice it, get it. Where oh, I was pulses racing, tight, frenzied, and now oh, you know, or I can breathe in, I feel open rather than constricted. And then the breathing then regulates everything. is a regulator. So things get sent, turned back to, to equipoise. And the body in itself seeks that the equipoise. It wants to come into a steady state. Where things are just, you know, steady, comfortable. So if you refer to it, it will and linger in it it will do that it will disengage from the overpowered cooked up mind states frenzied mind states complex mind states go back to that it will linger in it the autonomous bodily system will bring its own energies in and you'll feel it your chitta, your heart will feel it and, oh, that feels better than this. That steady, grounded presence feels better than this. I don't see why I should have to be with this, and after all, he never gets it right, and stuff. <laughs> you know, you always hear, you always feel the nervous energy of, I can't make this, I have another day of this, I'm useless anyway, what's the point, and, uh-huh. How does that feel? Mm. So you get, get behind the mental patterns, psychological programs, and reptilian instincts. It's right? important to just realise this takes an effort to, to challenge one's mind. Nothing can do you so much harm. How's your mind? People poise themselves. People kill themselves because of their mind, not because of their bodies. And you look around. Addictions, drink, drugs, abuse, suicide people cutting, harming themselves, cutting cutting into their skin because they can't stand the pressure or the tension, I don't know why. But, you know, why is that? body's breathing okay. Because the mind... So we've got to get behind it. Nothing can do so much harm as that trapped mind. And nothing can do so much good as a free mind. You see... Remembering this is right view. Some are fulfilling. Some are fulfilling. I prefer slightly less um, kind of black and white rationality to it. But fulfilling views are perspectives that grant one fulfillment rather than perspectives that cul de sac dead-ends mitya there is a result of good bad deeds, there is that which is given that which is offered that which is sacrificed that when a, you know you you want to offer oneself one gives up Something one's holding on to. There's a value in that. Uh, it's not just a social courtesy. It's enormously strengthening. Yeah, you can have it. You can have the power. You can have the credit. You can have the blame. You can have. You can have the, the status. You can have the. Uh, I'm bigger than that. so this is because this is fulfilling you're steadier freer less involved less snared and so this ditya's perspective deep perspective what are we here for? Hmm. challenge, to are here to challenge the way our minds drive us into rabbit holes into cul-de-sacs, into dead-ends, into repeated patterns of compulsive behavior, reactivity, identification and so forth challenge it without adopting a whole set of other views and opinions notions but this sense of faith there is value in the good and where is the good? well, we can say better to refrain from harming than to harm yep whether somebody deserves it or not that's that's not right view, isn't it? I'll well, only harm, won't harm people if they're deserving of it. No, I won't harm any of them. That's you don't get into the external details because you value the quality of non-harming. It's beautiful quality. It takes effort to sustain it, particularly when you take this sense of action to be just not physical action, which we are, have quite limited verbal action we've got a great deal more scope. With one second you can slash someone to the ground. A few choice words you can dump trash onto another person. You can ridicule, caricature, deface people in a matter of seconds and uh, with a feeling that they deserve it, he's an idiot. If he is an idiot, then he should. Then surely we should have sympathy. <laughs> but reactivity is not wise. It's ignorant. Maybe yeah. know whatever other people are or aren't, that's going to come and go. But what you are and are, not you're going to live with. Right? That's the one you live and die with. The rest of it is going to pass. So, you know, she's lazy, he's incompetent, he's rambling, so forth. That's going to pass. What's not going to pass if you don't stop it, is your reactions and entanglement opinionatedness, judgment and so forth. That's gonna stay and get stronger. Okay. So right view there's value instead in refraining from reactivity. You know, uh, based upon virtue and get your view straight. React to what you call yourself. Easy to form these ideas about yourself and start crystallizing that. Reacting to that. What you need. You've got to have this. You're not know that. it will be this. You can't be that. Get entangled with that. You don't need to have an identity for, for truth. Truth speaks for itself. It doesn't need a, an actor speak in its behalf doesn't need some you know. so get out of the actor, the persona and sense of reality check and the uh, most important feature is that uh, it's called heedfulness which is the moment when we Sense the reaction surge arising, and then we check. That's a pomada, uh, or pomada, yeah. And the carefulness, diligence that's the one, that's the thing you've got an eye out for. When's the reaction just about to crystallize, just starting to well up? Or maybe it's already welled up, <laughs> flashed, and it just heedfulness uh-oh, flag, push the button, where's <laughs> your feet? Relax into your body. And you can do it. And then linger. Until that wave passes, and it will pass. And every time it passes, you think, wow, great, you know, I really thought it would be best, something can be imagined or felt like following that. And it's quite frightening to recognize how crazy the system is, how it's really so easy to lose it and go into reactivity. And this is exactly the path of death. The Buddha says, you know, without this we're like dead. It's like a fish in a dead fish in a river because it's moving fast it feels like the fish look like they're alive they're just dead but the stream is very fast so yeah, you're running around moving but you're dead (laughs) whereas the wise fish can stay still in the stream you know, it can hold its own against the flood not moving flood is moving fish is not moving Yeah, even wiser one gets out, comes a frog. (laughs) But that takes a bit of doing. A bit more doing. Really turning, you know, to the other shore, as it said. But this is where we begin. So that you get some faith, because you you sense, yeah, there is a change, a possibility. You don't have to be that good, or free from every kind of blemish or reaction. Reactions or blemishes are your testing ground. Which way you're going to jump when they rise? Into them or out of them? <laughs> you yeah. know, these are your tests. Into one of them, well. Rather than to jumping in Oh I should be this, I should be polite, I should be kind, I should be this, I don't know. no. that's that's the long that's the long journey. The immediate journey is body, breathing, breathing. Establish body in the body. Then we have mindfulness, the ability to linger in something that's sammā sattī, fulfilling mindfulness, mindfulness that furthers. We linger in qualities that take us out of the flood, out of the torrent. Just the simplicity of sitting, walking, standing, feeling a body move externally. So with this we're not focusing on particular points. There's no recommendation in the suttipitaka to focus on any particular point in establishing mindfulness of body the phrases are used are external which we might take to be the external aspect of the body that's its skin boundaries imagine you jumping into a river or a plunge pool your yeah, whole body as a single the one sense organ that doesn't do details or can tend to the whole thing easily is the skin everything else tends to go into particular details of course you can do this with your skin you can focus on particular sensations but here the recommendation I follow is just the whole thing then it kind of keeps your awareness extended rather than contracted it keeps your attention open But not distracted, not open in the sense of being uncentered. You're not open to every distraction. You're open, but you're open to the limit of the body. That gives you a safe territory. Another image the Buddha used, he said if you establish this, then it's rather this is your territory. And just like the Mara won't get you there. You've got your safe place. Mara can't get in there because you've you've covered the skin. You've locked the door. Mara can't get in. You let your guard down and get in. You go into to your thinking and daydreams, he's going to get in. Get up to your wish list and psychodramas and soap operas, he's going to get in. Once he's in, you're, a bit, you're in trouble keep mm? uh, them out and then internally which is uh, when you establish the external internally how does it feel the body feel in itself whole body in itself warps yeah, we're mammals There's warps there's a certain degree of Call that the fire element, warming element. It can get blazing hot when we get intense, or it can get cold and damp, we feel frightened or depressed. The whole body, when you establish it, work with it, becomes gentle warmth, and that's satisfying for the heart. Internally, the body is also firm, it sticks, it's not just, you know, fragments, it can feel fragmented, it's actually a firm, steady materiality to it, Mm. earth element, grounded. And sometimes people can lose this, they just feel like they're completely spinning, groundless, no feet, spinning, upside down all over or not even having a substance at all all broken up so unless you bring effort into it uh, establish external and then within that feet frame of the body fill it up bring attention in there earth element Earth element is nicely grounded and solid. If it gets too intense, it becomes rigid and brittle. It's not strong enough; it just become kind of floppy and weak. So we use postures and attention to bring around a firming up bodily presence. Water element; it's cohesive. Sometimes we feel like a head drifted somewhere else or bits and pieces are falling off your face lunges out into the world around you through your eyes so your face You know, rushes off into the world leaves your shoulders <laughs> you don't even know where your feet are so busy thinking about this, that and the other you don't even know where your back is so this is broken body broken body Mara can get in there with frenzy, with urgency, with panic, with got-to-dos, with so much to do, overwhelmed, can't stand it, because you're broken. And you come in, So water, the healer, brings everything back together. Just bring yourself together. Mm. Relaxing. keep saying this word, relaxing, as if we we're just going to fall asleep but meditation is like relaxing upright relaxing, attentively relaxing <laughs> you just notice where you're tight and tense and draw energy away from that draw your energy away from places that are tight and tense expand you're widening, softening and draw your energy and your attention away from places that are tense, brittle, hard you're gonna feel the entire body. And within that you'll begin to sense breathing, which spreads through the body. Air element. Air element. You know we are breathing creatures. Breathing is the moderator. Breathing in refreshes. Breathing out cleans discharges mm, breathing refreshes brightens breathing out discharges refreshes just having this happen everybody breathes it's a gift you don't have to be good at it <laughs> it's a free gift everybody all bodies do it so you're not trying to scrutinize some particular detail in it or some particular point in the body There's no instruction to do that Just open up to the gift It means your body becomes more established, settled so It's not broken up yeah, It isn't rushing off into Tuesday week or what happened yesterday yeah, heads back on your shoulders feel the external physicality of it and just returning almost penetrating within that what is the presence of body and where? how does it become first of all it's warm a certain degree of solidity Cohesive, and it's moving. I'm not moving it, it's dynamic, it breathes. By itself, isn't that wonderful? Relaxing, you don't have to do anything about it. And that current clarifies, calms, composes, brightens, Invigorates, refreshes. Free gift. So when that's happening, what's there to get upset about, or hang after? When that's happening, when you're tuned into it. So, of course, you know, you could say there's plenty of things to get upset about and anchor after, and there's a truth in that. You mm. so know, you are going to fix the roof or end the war or, you know, create social justice, this is all, yeah yeah, that's good too, that's good too but right now we're on retreat in order to regenerate, refresh the only thing that we have to bring around any benefit which is this living body, embodied mind that's the primary agent if that's all screwed up and crumpled, it's not do anybody any good. There's a possibility that within this we can also find that powerful qualities such as patience, harmlessness, sympathy, which will inform actions. And these arise from the rightly centered mind, and the rightly centered mind arises from the rightly centered body a right view and right virtue recognizes this so we come to that Mindfulness, the ability to linger Again, it's a simple enough statement but when you recognize uh, you know, the conditioning of human beings in this day and age, attention span, one second, half a second, flash, 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 this, that, this, that, this, that, trying to keep up with machines, with technology, so the human mind is getting, you know, inducted into that speed, that attention span, takes effort to crank it down to linger mm. rather jump when everything in our society says faster you jump the better the quicker you jump bargain get in there quick mm. those signals faster quicker don't Linger, don't spend time thinking about it, don't spend time reflecting upon it, just react to the glow, to the promise, to the rage, to the frustration, just react. And, you know, that's called populism, isn't it? Reactivity is a way of life. So lingering, what helps you to linger? Well, hmm. where well, we can actually use the mind, thinking mind and its proper function is to define something and then to linger. place your attention on something and then how does it feel? It could be taka vichara, place your attention on-huh. Noticing your moods, feeling upset, feeling sleepy. Uh How's that? Refer back, open up. How's it feeling, the body? And then, what's the response? That's not immediate. This is where wisdom grows. Um, So, think short, listen long. Give attention to something, then listen long and deep, what's happening when you sense something's happening to you, physically, psychologically, emotionally, Uh uh-huh wait a minute wait a minute, just linger pause open, widen, just linger Mm. this could be significant, if you don't linger you could very easily go into reaction again so there's the scenario the event what the person is doing yes I get it now wait a minute it's linger I could get into blaming I could get into criticizing I could get into fantasizing I've done that linger a little bit longer feeling that stirred up energy Hmm. Let's turn our attention to where there's something more fulfilling right now. So that just that that's meditation. That's that is the entry. Mm-hmm. So it's not just you know you sit there, switch it on, and purrs away, <laughs> instant because we can just sit. no, it involves that in a minute pause, check. uh-huh uh-huh linger and then if you do over time sometimes it could be you know over years it can be pretty quick you come out of the stories and oh there's the body there's the breathing and oh I'm lingering there ah oh, let it reset you let it refresh, let it work on you and every time you drift off, you wait a minute what's happening, back to the body external body, internal body elements breathing establishing body in the body So in terms of the the day, look out for the absences. The sense of retreat time is not to fill it up with even too much instruction. Yeah, Uh, to be constantly instructing and telling everyone what to do or to have lots of things on 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 there. You're already. You are the Enlightenment kit. So you get to those open moments. Nothing's happening. This is the idea. Externally, nothing much is happening. Okay. Pause. Linger. What's happening? Internally. Externally, in the body. So that reference is there. And if you learn this, then you can have that tool, that, that pr- pr- property, that availability, to enter as an ongoing thing, for three minutes, for ten seconds. You Not know, fill up with another, something to drink, something to talk about, something to plan, stop. Take a minute. Body breathing, get the view straight. It has to be done repeatedly because re, you, you know reactivity, compulsiveness is built is, is is built in, and some of the compulsiveness can be you know seemingly quite good. You know compulsively busy doing all kinds of good stuff, but compulsiveness. Check it out, is that heedful? Even compulsively doing wonderful stuff. (laughs) You know, what's happening you and your body? Can you, you know, flick that switch and just empty? Absent. Absence. So there's something else going to teach you other than your mind. Other than your habits, other than your programs, some kind of going to come from a source outside or beyond, Mm. and that's the beauty. That's why it remains open and beautiful, even you know, decades of doing this. I'm still amazed at the gift that can occur when I stop being me. Though being me isn't too bad these days. But it's still not something I want to get infatuated about. Oh, there's that, there's this great open Boundless steadiness, that's Source of good fortune and beauty. So, take the opportunity we've been offered and our, our view extends in terms of we've also been given immense resource, birth, parents, trainers, teachers, uh, lineages of teachers uh, those who have been before us from the Buddha on down so our view extends to that, how does it, how do we operate with that amount of blessing to receive that support so okay, just as they struggled against the reactions to establish right view That's what I do. Then I'm paying, repaying the gift. So let's take some time for direct silent practice.